This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. citizens welcome to the fortress of potitude i'm martha what why did you say that name what i'm just kidding i'm martha too and we're just two marthas couple, known as the cape podcasters a couple of marthas just a couple of marthas uh, talking uh, about a movie with more marthas with two other marthas other marthas so there's four marthas so many marthas we're talking batman versus superman dawn of justice bvsdoj woof 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 woof. Woofity woof. That just flows all that right off the tongue, right out there. So many words, and one of them's just a letter. Yep, they didn't even bother putting the S in there. Nope. Because it's classy. Batman v Superman. It's like a like a lawsuit. Like Batman's got beef with Superman. I, I maybe. I don't know. It's gonna take him to court. Yeah, it's in the case of Batman v Superman. It's a weirder movie. Yeah, definitely weirder. Do you think Ben Affleck would play Atticus Finch? Well, I was gonna, <laughs> I, I was going to say Bruce Wayne, but also Matt Murdock representing Bruce oh, Wayne. How good would that be? <laughs> this is a movie I didn't know I needed until now. It's a DC Marvel crossover where Ben Affleck plays every role, like the clumps, except Foggy. <laughs> I need my Favreau. In sure, that. sure. You got to have a Favreau. He is very funny in that. He's good. Uh, BBS DOJ. BBS DOJ. It is a movie. It is a feature film. Two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. Directed by Zack Snyder. Zachary Snyder. What did you think? You've seen it. I have not. I've this seen is, it. This is the firsty for me. Uh, did you watch theatrical or the ultimate edition? I watched the PG-13 theatrical cut. Amazon wasn't giving me access to rent the ultimate edition. so I don't know what to tell you. You got a much different movie. I got an extra half hour. Yeah, I read the differences and it doesn't seem like it was that different. They were very vague. <laughs> so I have no idea. I'm going to hear it when you go through the movie. I have no idea what the differences are. What'd you think of it? All, last week, I said that this movie is a heaping pile of shit. And? And I think I might have been a little harsh on it. But? But not too harsh. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh. What did you think of this? I'm scared. You're scared? Yeah. Why? This movie is not perfect. Not by a long shot. True. I liked it. Yeah, I figured. I didn't love it. I I loved a lot of parts of it. Yeah. I did not love it as a whole, and I kept checking my watch. Mm, that's never a good sign. Especially since mine was three hours long, and at a point, I went, man, they're starting to wrap things up. This is great. How much is left in this movie? And it's oh, like hour 20. Yeah, there's still oh, a whole villain not God. introduced yet. <laughs> oh, that's a DC <laughs> Batman move of just, I oh, would flip the villain. Classic. It's not your baddie. This is your baddie. Who knew? People hate this movie. People Pe- really, people really, really hate, hate this, movie. this movie. And, you know, all they had to do was wait a year for Justice League to come out. and To save it? Kick saving a beauty. Well, I wouldn't say to save it. I, I would say- To see a different movie. To be more mad at something else. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> this movie is starring Ben Affleck. I want to call him Batflick right away. It's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. You got Henry Cavill. Yep. Mustache. Returning. No stash. No stash. We're pre-stash. You got Amy Adams, she's back as Lois Lane. She sure is. We got a Jesse Eisenberg. We do have Jesse Eisenberg. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor with long hair. Yep, we'll talk about that for sure. Yep. Somewhere along the line. Get the introduction of, of uh, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. We sure do. 
this movie, I feel like, is more her movie than anyone's, which is crazy. Which is weird because they never even say her name. The closest they get is Miss Price. Miss Price at the end of it. And I think or the crazier Ms. part about Prince. it is the marketing for this thing was, I'm going to show you the pictures of it because I have it loaded up already. For the theatrical cut, you see it's Batman v Superman. They're just staring at each other. Just looking at each other. And then they realize, like, guys, we fucked this thing up. It's the ultimate. They threw Wonder Woman dead smack in the middle of this thing on a Batman v Superman with Wonder Woman there. Uh, whoever did this was smart enough to put the V well above her genital area. V. So the smart move. Yeah. Very smart Keep move. the V away from the V. Right. Yeah. Or she calls it her vendetta. Sure. What's this thing about? I'm going to warn you ahead of time. It's a longy. It's a longy. There's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie. It's a long movie. So, so I'm not too surprised. Let's get into it. I feel like we haven't said that in a while. We pick up right at the final scene of Man of Steel, but this time we're seeing things through the eyes of Beef Castle Bruce Wayne. Seriously. Beef Castle. <laughs> ben Affleck got huge for this movie. Uh, this Ben Affleck makes Daredevil look like Jay Baruchel. Oh my God. What a weird reference. Yeah. What a weird person to pick out to pick on. I'm not picking on him. I'm just saying. Call him String Bean. Canadian String Bean. Uh, okay. I'm calling him out. Brian, you heard it. Shots fired at Jay Baruchel from Brian Betts. I'm saying that Ben Affleck looks like him. Fair. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, Superman and Zod are fighting and just absolutely destroying Metropolis. You saw the movie. Bruce is driving around the city toward the destruction, presumably looking for people to rescue? Unsure. Uh, he comes across Scoot McNary, whose legs have been crushed by a steel beam. I just like saying Scoot McNary. It's a great name. He's got a fantastic name. I don't care what his character's name is. If he got into porn, Scoot. he could call himself Skeet McNary. Could. Real easily. <laughs> Just a change of vowels. I don't need number one Superman Steven to come up with that. Nope. Bruce Wayne rescues him and a little girl, but boy, is he mad at this alien guy. What'd you think of this? It was pretty cool. I like that they immediately jumped right into, especially because one of my biggest complaints about Man of Steel was there were no repercussions. There was no fallout. It was like- This entire movie is all about the fallout. Completely. Which is why I thought you would like it. Because it actually gives it a little <laughs> bit of realism to it. Yeah. I really like seeing Ben Affleck and how he's reacting to everything that he's seeing and- I mean, it's cool seeing the city go all kablooey again. Uh, yeah. That was nice. Yeah, from a different angle, from the, from right. the ground. But it's actually like heartbreaking when the little girl, he rescues her, and he goes, oh, we're going to get you to your mommy. Where's your mommy? And she points at the building that's not there That's anymore. not there, yeah. that's uh, Heartbreaking, man. That's a bummer uh, for that kid, yeah, for I'd sure. Say. Probably going to be a superhero in the future. Dead mom. Well, that's possible. By the rules. That's part of the, part of the criteria. 18 months later. Specific. A couple divers pull a huge chunk of kryptonite out of the Indian Ocean where the world engine had been doing its thing. Then Lois Lane is in Kenya doing reportery things with terrorists or warlords or whatever they are. And she's there with Jimmy Olsen, you know, the photographer. No, not this one. He's a CIA operative. Yep. With a tracker hidden in his camera, which is found by a Russian bodyguard. So you know he's a bad guy. He's a baddie. And uh, they kill Jimmy Olsen and Lois is taken hostage. And then Superman shows up because that's what he does. And the Russian and his team kill everybody. And then they take off. You following along yet? Leaving Superman <laughs> looking like he did all the nonsense and there's going to be some yeah. angry people about that. Oh, boy. Will there be? Senator Finch, played by Holly Hunter. I haven't seen Holly Hunter in a movie in a long a time. A long time. It took me a while because she does not look like Holly Hunter no, anymore. not at all. But she still sounds like it. Yeah. I was like, Elastigirl? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Holly Hunter. Uh, she plays Senator Finch, and she's concerned about Superman's public image, given this vigilanteism and lack of oversight, believing him to be responsible for the dead war criminals in Africa. 
she publicly invites him to defend his actions in Washington, D.C. It's very fair. It's a fair move. Yeah. It's like, hey, come talk to, to Congress and tell us what's going on there, bud. Hey, it's kind of important, especially if you defend truth, justice, and the American way. Yeah, exactly. Then there's a scene with Lois in a bathtub, and I honestly can't tell you what happens in this scene at all because Amy Adams is in a bathtub. Yeah, uh, there's dialogue. Yep. And then and Roger Ebert's wet dream. Camera tricks. Super sex. Just camera tricks. A lot tricks. of camera tricks. Just to avoid- Not easy. They Amy really Adams. flirt with it for a little while. <laughs> Boy, do they. <laughs> what happens next scene? Because I, I blacked out briefly. <laughs> Batman saves a group of women and brands their would-be sex trafficker with a bat, a mark reserved for the worst criminals that spells certain death once they're imprisoned. Why? I don't know. Okay. Because he does. Neither does this movie. This movie has no clue why it does what it does half the time. So <laughs> keep going. This is great. Clark Kent is assigned to cover the Metropolis Gotham football game, but he's way more concerned about the bat branding thing, which makes sense. You should be. Yeah, this is very... OG Superman of let's cover something. I'm telling you to cover something not important and you want to cover something important, but Perry just, he wants you ah, ah, football. Also, I love Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White. He's amazing as Perry White. He was White. good in the first one. He's great he didn't in this one. He do much in the first one. In this one, he's fantastic. Oh my goodness. He steals every scene that he's in. Every single one. Not hard to do, but he does it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the news is reporting Scoot McNary with amputated legs has climbed up onto a big old Superman statue and spray painted false God on his chest. I wonder what that means. That's so subtle. It's uh, it's a subtle one. It's uh. Here's your favorite salute. Your first, your probably first. Of... <laughs> My knuckles are going to be bruised by the end of this thing. Mm. At LexCorp, Mark Zuckerberg at Lex Luthor, which is funny because it's the same actor, is meeting with Senator Finch about procuring that their kryptonite. What's been discovered in the Indian Ocean? What do you think of this, Lex Luthor? He's an interesting fella. Why? Uh, he's hard to read. He's he's very frenetic and and uh, manic. I agree with that one. He's at really high energy, which is weird. It's very from weird. Mark Zuckerberg. But it's also, yeah, exactly. Because Jesse Eisenberg is usually a very subtle, subdued character. I disagree. I think he's got that nervous energy that he brings to the screen. That's, and in this, okay, it seems yeah. like a confident energy. It's a, Yeah. But, it, but it's also it's a very wild it's card. It's manic, yeah. It's very wild card of, you know he's probably going to be, he's a bad guy. Well, yeah. It's yeah. not the secret that he's a bad guy. What, Lex Luthor? But you don't know when he's going to act. Right. And I really like that. It's an interesting choice, Yeah. It's almost like his energy is the exact opposite of Henry Cavill's as Clark Kent and Superman in this, because he's way more reserved and stoic than Superman usually is. Yeah, I took this as an angry Clark Kent in a lot of ways. That's fair. Where he constantly puts the head down. He's, I'm going to get you, sucker. Like yeah. One of those type yeah. of things. A little more gruff than, <laughs> than he's supposed to be instead of having that, that stoicism and that confidence behind everything. Sure. It feels like there's no confidence behind the Superman. Whereas Christopher Reeve, yeah, he just seems like he's questioning himself it. a lot. Yeah, second guessing himself is like, "Am I what I'm doing right? Why don't the people like me?" <laughs> Other reasons. <laughs> Other reasons. Lex is trying to create a weapon to serve as a deterrent against Superman and the other possible metahumans in the world. Senator Finch's subordinate grants Lex access to the ship remains in downtown Metropolis, as well as the corpse of General Zod, Michael Shannon. Not on set. Not, Not at even a little bit. All. Rubber dummy. Naked Michael Shannon. Rubber dummy. Senator Finch sees through Lex's facade and declines his request to import the kryptonite. She is so cool for seeing through this facade because it's so thick. It's, uh, oh yeah, you definitely- it's the thickest? 
he's doing a really good job of hiding the fact that he really dislikes this guy and, and wants to just get rid of him. She starts to get really tough with Mark Zuckerberg, and she says, like, oh, well, you can piss in a mason jar and call it Granny's Peach Tea, and I'm still not going to believe it, or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's a line. It's a line. I don't know. Said is by that Holly like, Hunter. Is that a real saying, or was that invented I, for this movie? I'm going to imagine it was invented for this movie. I'm curious. I'm not. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> Batfleck is doing detective work. Yay! I want to talk about Batfleck okay. now. Let's do it. Mid-movie. Mid-movie. Because he's doing detective work. That's cute. We're like a, th- a quarter of the way in the movie, maybe. Not even. <laughs> a th- a 2% of this movie. Yeah. What do you think of him doing detective work? Finally. Finally. And I'm... it's a lot of detective We do not see the bat suit for most of this movie. True. And uh, I love it. Would you say that this is almost one of the most true Batman? No. I will say because it is, of the killing? I, yeah. Because that's the main one. But I will say it's one of the most true Bruce Waynes. He's a very- I've never hidden that. Very good Bruce Wayne. I've been saying that Ben Affleck is you the have best been Bruce saying Wayne that for, for a, a long, long time. time. He might be the best Bruce Wayne by a long shot, too. Yeah. I think he's one of the better looking Batman as far as- When that suit's suit. on, man, God damn. he is really good. And they- Well, we'll get to it. Because we'll they do it. some fun things with him. He's been interrogating criminals looking for information on the white Portuguese- and finds that a Russian dude might have information. Interesting. A Russian dude. That sounds familiar. So he goes to a place where you're not supposed to mention the first two rules and clones the Russian's phone. <laughs> and yes, it is the same Russian from earlier with Superman. I like how he clones the phone. He just lays it down next to him. Yeah. And then has a conversation. Then he picks it up and it goes, cloned. I could see him doing like a Tiger Woods fist bump. Just like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Got it. Batwin. Oh, I like Batwin. This leads him to discovering that he's working for Lex Luthor, who coincidentally has invited Bruce to a fundraiser in Metropolis. Hey, how about that? What luck would... Great. That's wonderful. We usually only have one city, and it's a real small city because we have four characters. Here we have two cities and four characters. And we've already wow. been to Africa and India and... Yep. Oh, the places... You'll go. Superman and Batman will go. Oh, boy. While at Lex's fundraiser, or whatever it is... Batfleck meets Clark Kent, and the two have a tense conversation about their respective city's vigilante defenders. Of course, Clark suspects that Bruce is Batman, since he overheard his communique with Alfred on account of superhearing. We haven't brought up Alfred. Alfred. Jeremy Irons. Love it. Be prepared. Hook, line, sinker. (laughs) Uh, What do you think of this Alfred? Different Alfred. I always love Alfred, and this one is no exception. This one's a really good Alfred. He's a very good Alfred. It's like Michael Caine if Michael Caine wasn't 85 and he could do things physically. <laughs> I'm Jeremy Irons. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. He's chopping wood at a point, man. He's doing work. Didn't know I need to see that in my life. Uh, I did, though. I think that might have been just on yours because I didn't remember that. Oh, he chops wood. He chops also, wood. Bruce Wayne brings Alfred coffee. I didn't see that. That blew my mind. I was like, oh, look at this. Yeah. I think Alfred is running this operation. All signs point to it. You might be right. You might be onto something there. I detected. Batwin! <laughs> anyway, Batman is attempting to steal information from Lex by using like a little device that he hooks up to his servers or whatever while he's looking for the bathroom in air Brian quotes. Brian did air quotes. Naturally, Batflex's plan goes awry when Diana Prince intercepts his device. Yeah, uh, he goes and grabs it and he sees Diana Looking at, well, if he gets caught before that, and he goes, this isn't where I parked my car. Yeah, basically. He's like, oh, whoopsie. And then she just leaves him there. I thought that, that last martini was too, too many. He's in the server room with Mercy Graves, who is Lex's 
right. underling. Sure. And she's like, what are you doing down here, Bruce Wayne? And he's like, oh, I had to piss. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go make the yellow. <laughs> Wait, I thought the bathroom was down here. <laughs> Gotta make some Granny's Peach Tea. You got a mason jar. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, nope, it's not down here, and leaves. Yep. It's a... <laughs> Wait, I saw that at Mark Sucker. No, I don't have it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> After all this, Clark visits his mom in Smallville, and she tells him to just do whatever he wants and not let what the world thinks of him affect him. This scene is not important, but it's there to remind you that, oh yeah, Superman has a mom. Maybe that'll be important later. Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Back from the first movie. You know what? While we're at it, to remind you that Batman has a mom. For no reason. No reason for this movie, at least. Oh, yeah. The whole intro is the of origin. This movie Batman is origin. Batman origin. And it's done beautifully. It's done very well, and I have things to say about that later. Okay. We'll talk about the origin after. Go on. Okay. You still with us, folks? This movie's still going. <laughs> this movie's barely begun. You see the plot? <laughs> it's, it's happening in front of your eyes. Diana and Bruce meet up again, and she gives him his spy device back, explaining that she has her own beef with Lex, and he brings it back to the Batcave to decrypt it. Are you ready for shit to go off the rails? Because shit's about to go off the rails. Sure. Batman has some kind of post-apocalyptic Mad Max-inspired nightmare where he wears a trench coat for some reason and is trying to get some kryptonite. But he's betrayed, and then Superman-branded soldiers and winged demons attack him, capturing him. He's tied up, and Superman arrives yelling, She was my world, and you took her from me! And then killing Batman with a blow to the chest. Then he wakes up. What the hell, movie? What was that? What did that? you just do? He wakes up. He wakes up, and Barry Allen's there. Well, Yelling some at sort him. of futuristic red man is phasing in and out of existence going, ah, there's stuff happening. You're right about Superman. Lois Lane is the key. Oh, I'm too early. And then he, and then Bruce wakes up again. Like, what is happening? He accepted himself. I get that Christopher Nolan is an executive producer on this, but let it go, Nolan. <laughs> get a new movie. Oh, my God. Stop doing Batman. Stop doing Dream and Dream. And don't make things backwards. This whole scene, I imagine this is like some Iron Man 2 world building shit that will never come back, ever. It has no reason to come back. It is pointless and weird. And it hurts my head. It's visually interesting, and it the action is pretty good in it, because there's not a lot of action in this whole movie. That's true. But it is so pointless. It's a 20-minute break from this movie. And it's bizarre. And it just takes you out of it and go, makes you go, huh? This is where I, I kind of got taken out of it for a little while. There's a chunk of this movie I don't give a damn about. That's fair. So Bruce goes back to his snooping on the Lex Drive, and he finds out white Portuguese isn't a person. It's a boat. It's a sled. Obviously. Ha <laughs> ha. White Portuguese. <laughs> and then Zuckerberg dies? I don't know. In Xana? Don't. Xana don't right now. Go, keep going. Oh, I was going to say, and, and then Shia LaBeouf claps. Beautiful. Yeah. Fiend. <laughs> Obviously, it's the ship delivering Lex the kryptonite. Alfred's like, you want to keep that from Lex, right? And Batman's like, no, I want to use it to kill nope. Superman. And Alfred's yep. like, no. <laughs> Alfred's like, be prepared. Hook. Line Sinka. <laughs> I like that we just go back to Lion King and die hard with a vengeance. Yep. Jeremy <laughs> Irons. He's a gift. The best. Then there's a whole thing with Lois and a bullet. It's a whole storyline that exists, but long story short, the Secretary of Defense, who's probably a Martian Manhunter, tells her it comes from LexCorp. Yep. <laughs> it's almost a nice twist. Almost. Almost. Almost, but it never happens. It never happens. <laughs> Batman tries to steal the kryptonite. There's a whole Batmobile chase scene. It's interrupted by Superman. It tells Batman to knock it off. What do you think about this Batmobile? This Batmobile is pretty nifty, 
if not underwhelming. I think it's underwhelming because the way it's shot. You never really see You it. never get to really take it all in. Yeah, it's always in motion. And, and it doesn't have yeah. those neat, like, spiky curves and all that stuff that you're used to. Yeah, it looks like it is almost Nolan's Batmobile, but, but not- like Diet Nolan Batmobile. Right. Yeah, it's like, oh, Nolan's Batmobile went on a diet, and now it's it's trying to be 89-esque, but it's not. Not even close. Yeah. Um, I do like how Superman handles that Batmobile, though. He <laughs> just, just kind of does a little hip check on it, and that's it. Bam. That's the end of that Batmobile. <laughs> Whoopsie. I feel like most of this movie is Ben Affleck just struggling to turn a vehicle. Yep. It's just That sounds about right. <laughs> it's like telling a NASCAR driver, turn right. <laughs> you want me to what? Yeah, they meet. They finally meet. Yeah. Two Super- hours in this movie, they meet. Superman's like, this metropolitan area ain't big enough for the two of us. And Affleck goes, huh? Do you bleed? <laughs> yeah. Oof. What do you think of the bat voice? Uh, I like that it's like a modulation device in the suit. They gave it a reason for being that way. Yeah. Um, I guess the whole thing is because Kevin Smith was like, your voice is too high to be Batman. Got him. And Ben Affleck was like, oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I guess I'll, I'll just lower it a little bit. I guess you're right. I'm going to go make Argo now. <laughs> Luckily, Batman was tracking the kryptonite and can just go steal it later. Convenient, huh? Superman shows up to Washington, D.C. to speak at Senator Finch's hearing. Very dramatic and very... People were like, oh, he's yeah, here. It takes a long time for all this to happen. And he walks he walks up to that stand, centered perfectly in the frame, and you're like, oh, this is epic. It's going to happen. He's going to give a long speech about truth, justice, and the American way. Nope. Because Holly Hunter needs to monologue. Holly Hunter says some things, and then she notices a jar. Just just kind of chilling out on her, her stand there. Granny's peach tea. Granny's peach tea, which is hilarious and disgusting at the same time. Yeah, and she turns it and realizes, oh, what's up? And then uh, Lex Mark, Peed, Sir, Mark Zuckerberg's not in the crowd. His seat's empty. And that's when Scoot McNary- His wheelchair that Mark Zuckerberg gave him- Blows up. Kablooey. Bam. Everyone dies. And- uh, Except for Soups, Superman. Soups is just standing there going, oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man. They're now I think I did this. Again. <laughs> the good news is, is that it's very quickly realized he did not do it. That's true. Because, I, I got to say it, CNN is the Cheerios of this movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. It is insane how much time these real life broadcasters get it's within a this lot. movie. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. You get Jon Stewart. In the extended cut. I don't yeah. even know if it was like a Daily Show, John Stewart, because Daily Show had been off the air for a year already. By the time well, I mean, Daily out, Show is still on the air. It's just not John it's Stewart. It's not John anymore. Stewart. You're right. Yeah. But you get a lot of Anderson Cooper. There is a lot, a lot of Anderson of Cooper. Silver Fox. I really liked Neil deGrasse Tyson. It was this. a nice little cameo. I was like, oh, they're like making this thing feel real. Trying to. And the things that he said were like things that he would say. Yeah. It was pretty cool. But Nancy Grace- The only Grace, believable bit of dialogue, maybe. But Nancy Grace Grace's. is going off on Superman right now. Yep. She don't care. <laughs> so everyone in Congress died. Everyone in that hearing. Yeah. Bye. Including Lex's little- That's what Superman says. He goes, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> if only. That's my Superman. <laughs> That's all of our Superman. <laughs> Lex takes control of the spaceship in Metropolis thanks to the fingerprints he legit cut off of Zod. With that... the kryptonite right. dagger that he made. Exactly. Batfleck has a training montage and also makes some kryptonite weapons. Also, he sees all the metahuman files that Lex had collected, including a picture of Diana from 1918 in full Wonder Woman regalia. I want to go. This is a proper wink. This isn't even like a 
No, because this movie doesn't. We're even... all assholes. Wink. Yeah. This is like. Wink. Ding. Like, You'll oh. see. Oh, what's You'll happening see. here? And then you get the asshole winks. Uh, there's a video of Flash <laughs> stopping a convenience yeah. store robbery. Cyborg being brought to life. And I don't oh. like the way Ezra Miller looks. I've never seen Justice League. I don't like the way he looks when he's standing in that convenience store. He looks like uh, the uh, the kid from Independence Day, Randy Quaid's kid. Okay. Well, the good news is he looks completely different in Justice League. Oh, thank God. They completely change changes character's look. Fine. That's a good thing. Uh, and then, Zod. And then also Sorry. you see Aquaman. Sw- yeah. Swimming. Jason Mamois. Jason Mamois. Swimming. Lex brings Zod's body into some chamber in the Kryptonian ship to do some kind of transformation process that involves him cutting his own hand for reasons. Yeah. Blood he, of a virgin, I'd he, imagine. He knows uh, how to do that and everything because, you know, he's plot. Reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Clark talks to his ghost dad on top of a snowy mountain. The cost. He's the back. Cost. The cost is back. The cost has returned to a cost this movie. <laughs> wow. Look who's coming out swinging right now. Uh, he tells... Clark a story about unintended consequences of an action with good intentions and that he had nightmares that didn't stop until he met Martha who gave him hope you okay I'm fine your hands okay with that one my knuckles hurt a little but it, it gets worse warranted. it gets worse because isn't the next scene when Superman is on the balcony with Lois Lane did you have this I did have this I didn't write anything about it well she is saying like oh well you have to like people know you didn't do it and CNN has openly said there was a bomb in there there was lead in the th- in the wheelchair and that right. the bombs. So that's why you didn't see it. And also, your S on your chest stands for hope. We could all use a little hope right now. That symbol means something. So the Russian, yeah, this guy's still around, kidnaps Martha <laughs> Kent and Lois. He brings Lois to Lex, who pushes her off a roof of a building to because, lure Superman. Yep, it's a good piece of bait. I'd imagine you're going to catch yourself a 110-pound Lois Lane with using that lure. I mean, Superman, if there's anything that makes his superhearing work, it's just Lois screaming. Yep. He has selective superhearing. That's a good way to put it. For what <laughs> it's worth, we saw Amy Adams in the bathtub. We would have selective superhearing, too. That's true. And then we would go watch the Muppet movie with her and Jason Siegel, and when she sings a me party... Maybe we let her fall a little bit farther yeah. next time. Just a little bit farther. Just a, just a touch. Because that song is brutal in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, life is a fillet of fish. Yes, it is. So Superman saves her from falling and, and then goes up to confront Lex. And he explains that Martha will be killed if Supes doesn't bring Batman's head. Revealing to the world that you can't be all powerful and all good. Y- you could. There's really no reason besides a, a clever line. Yeah, other than the fact that his dad hit him. <laughs> right. This isn't Chicago. You can't just say a, a nice line and go, I'll give you the old razzle-dazzle. And, right, right. <laughs> and you're going to fall for it. You can be all powerful. Uh, powerful? You can be all powerful, but you can't be all good. <laughs> so then there's like electricity and shit emanating from the spaceship where Lex has Zod's body doing a thing. And now it's time for Batman and Superman to fight. Round one. And it is cool as hell. It's extraordinarily cool. I like how Batman kind of, he's coming in with the big armor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got the the whole awesome looking bat suit of metal. It's pretty great. And he takes a lot of super punches. Even though they could have just talked it out just for a little bit, he didn't have to throw the first punch. Right. Like, Superman could have just landed and been like, hey, bro, before anything happens here, Lex has got my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we could just team up for a second, get this whole thing squared away. 
We could, but instead we going to fight. We going to fight. And uh, also at the same time, Lois is in a helicopter on her way to Gotham where they're fighting. Also, Gotham and Metropolis separated by a ferry ride. That's true. That's it. That's they it. are they right are, across the bam, they water. Are New York and Jersey City. They are. That's it. That's it. Brian, get to the bad part. I want you to sprint into the bad part. Well, here's the thing. Before I get to the bad part, I like that Batman basically wins this fight. He fully wins this fight because he equalizes it by putting like this kryptonite grenade, grenade smoke, smoke bomb. bomb thing. And Soup's just like, ah, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck. Just putting in all that green gas. And it's, um, yeah, thanks to his kryptonite gadgets, Batman gains the upper hand and he's about to murk Soup's. And he's all like, save Martha. Time out from the show. Time out from life. This is necessary, I think. Why are we doing this? Welcome to the worst part of this movie. <laughs> Shout out to the nerdy boys. Go ahead, Mitch. We love you more than we love this part of the movie. That's not saying much. Batman loses his shit. Yeah. Why um, did you say that name? They have I the don't... same mommy name. Yep. So now Batman's not going to kill him. How about that? I would do a Favreau salute. I would break the table. I think it's this beyond Favreau. We've found a new a new level. Unbelievable. Uh, I've heard this was bad. Yeah. Like this is what's known like, from this movie. This is like movie. the joke of the movie. Like everyone's like, oh, why'd you say that? This name? is so much worse than I thought <laughs> it was going to be. I was expecting everyone to be like, oh no, it's blown out of proportion. Then when it happens, I went, Oh fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> People actually didn't put it on the right level. It's worse. Yeah. And Lois shows up and is like, that's his mom's that's name. That's his mommy's name. Also, excellent timing on her part. <laughs> She earns it. Oof. So Bats and Soups are going to become buds. Yeah, so just like that, they team up. Yep. Uh, Batman goes to save Martha Kent, and Superman heads to Metropolis to see what's going on with this whole Zod thing. Uh, Lois throws the kryptonite spear into some water. I want to watch a different movie. Let's watch a different movie right now. This close to the end? Yep. (laughs) It seems like a a smart thing to do, right? That would be a great choice to make. Let's watch a different movie. Okay, let's start a new movie. B plus S V Giant Zod monster. DD. <laughs> yes. Batman kills a whole bunch of henchmen, rescues Martha, and finally kills that damn Russian. End of that plot. End of BVS. <laughs> yeah. Start of BVS V. B, B plus B plus S, S plus WW. Plus WW V D D slash LL? Slash LL. Yeah. Ladies love Doomsday. LLDD. That's right. Uh, Lex made Doomsday. Yeah, yeah, just by bleeding in some kryptonite. I lost my some, shit. Some krypton, Kryptonian. Yeah, uh, comic book history says, oh shit, this is fantastic. This can only end one Granted, way, really. now you're covering The Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. and now you just switch gears entirely to go do The Death of Superman. Right. Make up your mind just do one book or do something original or there's always that hey always what on the an table. option always on the table original stories oh all right let's do it superman shows up just as lex is finishing the resurrection of zod now as a giant monster who is never explicitly called doomsday but like is he calls doomsday. it he calls it this is your doomsday. this is your doomsday right superman and doomsday fight Having learned his lesson about collateral damage, Superman punches the dude up into space. Where just they lift the car get... up? Why don't you just fly up? Why don't you just fly up? Fly up. So while they're in space, they get nuked. Yep. Ah, uh, Doomsday. He don't care for that. No, this basically kills Superman more or less. But Doomsday's fine. 
So Batman plans to kill Doomsday using the kryptonite spear and draws him back to Gotham. Did you think that dead Superman in space looked a lot like Bizarro? Yes. Because he looked a lot like Bizarro. But also looked so fucking cool. Yeah, it looked great. It looked like Tim Robbins when he opens the mask in Mission to Mars. Yeah. I saw Mission to Mars three times in theaters. Really? In three days. Wow. It was arguably too many. <laughs> arguably? Yep. Haven't seen it since, by the way. <laughs> I was just on Down to Earth with Chris Rock I like never, three times. I never saw that. It's, it's fine. He gets, uh, it says funny things. Well, I mean, it's Chris Rock. But not many. It's P- Chris Rock, PG-13, I think. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, even PG Chris Rock and Shrek is fantastic, so. I'll give you that. <laughs> but in, in Down to Earth, he dies, and then he takes over the body of an old white man. Oh, right, right, right. I think I've actually then seen- Then he tries to win back his girl I think as I've the old white man. I've seen parts of that. And he still does stand-up comedy as the old white man. On- uh, As a like doctor. Comedy like Central that. on Sunday mornings, yeah. That's enough. That's good enough. <laughs> Wonder Woman shows up. Right there. I, I'm like sad you just brushed over that almost because that's one of the coolest entrances imaginable. Well, it's when phenomenal. Doomsday fires the lasers and then you see him stop and you go, okay, Superman's and, alive. And Batman. Oh, it's Wonder Woman. And you get the the, the light motif from her theme song playing in the background. Light motif. This is the, the introduction theme of it's the theme. her theme song by Hans fucking Zimmer. It is so, so good. So good. This entrance is what this movie is a vehicle for. Yeah. Just this entrance. Well, what's great is. You have this terrible moment right before it of Batman just sitting in his Batmobile trying to unbuckle going, oh, shit. That's direct from the script. <laughs> it's perfect. And then, bam. So good. I got so fired up I again. Like, I came right back to the movie. I was like, hell yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Episode 13. <laughs> Go give a listen. It's a great movie. Was that really that long ago? Episode 13 we did Wonder Woman? long time ago, especially wow. since next week is episode 50. Fitty. Wow. Time flies. It's also our one year, isn't it? It is. God damn. We might have to do something real. I think we're going to do a goodie. I think it's a good idea. Wink. Ding. Superman is healed by the sun and returns to the battle, where he and Wonder Woman fight while Batman, uh, I don't really know what Batman's doing while this is happening, but Superman and Wonder Woman fight Doomsday. One of them does. One of them fights a lot more than the other. Yeah. Uh, Batman does nothing. Batman is on scaffolding. Yeah, aiming he's, a gun. Yeah, he's uh, dodging a lot of blast attacks from Doomsday, while Lois is trying to retrieve the spear that she threw into the water. Yeah, and then she goes all drowny. Uh, yeah, Supes comes on back because there's has a to huge go. fight yeah. and debris, and she's drowning. And Superman's selective hearing, super hearing. He's like, oh, the sun. Gotcha. The sun warms him up again and it makes him all powerful, and he comes back down and he has to rescue Lois again because debris. Actually, this time it's unfortunate for her. Right. Uh, so long story short, Superman saves Lois. Carries the kryptonite spear to Doomsday, sacrificing himself to defeat the monster. Instead of just giving it to Wonder Woman to handle. Right. Also, it's a spear. You could throw it. Yep. Could do that. (laughs) It was pretty aerodynamic. Uh, He dies. It's sad. Uh, Clark Kent is presumed dead, killed while covering the story. Superman presumed dead because newspaper told us so. Also because he got stabbed through the- He did get stabbed through the tum-tum. And uh, was dropped down via cape by Batman into Wonder Woman's arms. Yeah. Everybody was real sad. There's two funerals. Superman is given a hero's memorial service. Martha gives Lois an engagement ring that Clark had sent to his home in Smallville. Bruce and Diana have a conversation about bringing together the other metahumans because Bruce has a feeling. Sure. Lois throws a handful of dirt on Clark's grave and it mysteriously rises. It sure does. End of movie. Yeah. Also, that there's is... like a whole thing with Lex in jail and his oh. head is shaved and he rants about how the bell's already been rung and he's coming and whatever. That's the movie. <sighs> well, I don't know what that was about at all. I have no idea. I think it was just an excuse to show us Lex Luthor with a shaved head. Could have done it any other way Uh, at all. Yeah, but also to to be like, 
There's a sequel coming, guys. Don't worry. That's BVSDOJ. That's BVSDOJ. Now, when you put it like that, it's a bit of a mess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just when you put it like that. Not like when you watch it. There are so many good parts to this movie, and then there's so many bad parts of this movie. Yeah. I would say I like this movie. I, I'm i inclined to agree. There are parts I absolutely adore in this movie, though. The entire beginning with the Battle of Metropolis again, yes, I think is phenomenal. second to none. It's that is so well done. Best way to introduce a parallel storyline in universe. But what do you think is the true issue with this movie? Do you think it's the, it's doing the too script? Much. Do you think it's trying to squeeze too much into two and a half hours? It's Spider-Man which is 3. crazy. Do you think Zack Snyder? No, I don't think Zack Snyder. I think Zack Snyder. You do? I do. I want to hear why. In my latest kick, which has been Monty Python, I've talked about it now. Yeah. On our show. Last week, Orgasmo. I talked about it on Digital Cartridge Podcast last week when we talked about 13 Ghosts or Thurbean Ghosts, Thurbean depending Ghost, on how yeah. you read it. <laughs> I've been watching Monty Python because 50 years ago, Flying Circus aired, and I, I've been kind of hooked just going back into the history of them. Sure. Because they're fantastic. They're wonderful. So I just read John Cleese's memoir called So Anyway. And he tells a story in it about his first time on stage, like in a proper show, like a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. And during rehearsals, he would come out on stage after this entire like riotous, exciting scene. And he would come out and I don't know what the line is. I'll just say it was, oh, so hello, yada, yada. And the director starts yelling, you gotta be louder. <laughs> so he goes, okay, I'll be louder. He comes back out on stage. He goes, so hello. And the director goes, louder. He comes back out. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't. You want me to yell it? <laughs> so he comes back and he goes, well, hello! And the director goes, that's perfect. And he realized that the reason why the director was directing him this way, telling him to be louder, and he thought it was so uncomfortable and unnatural, is because the energy from the previous scene carried over. Oh. Had he done it just talking, it completely just put a standstill flat, to yeah. the entire thing. So Stops he had to come it. out with the same energy in order to carry it over. I feel like Zack Snyder doesn't do that. Doesn't know how to do that. How he builds uh, up so much energy going into so many things and then just flat. Every single time he changes. Momentum, 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 and stop. And stop and start something else. With With like a dream sequence. Yeah, with almost no connection to it. Yeah. So I know it's kind of a wild story to connect to, but that's what it made me think of. Like, why can't Zack Snyder put together something cohesive? That flows. Why does he have so many good individual pieces, but he can't put something as a whole? And I feel like it's because... And I'm not going to blame DC. DC, everyone says, oh, it's dark and it's gritty. Yeah, no, guess what, everyone? DC is dark and gritty. Yeah. That's how all the comics are. That's how it's always been. I don't know what to tell you about that. But Zack Snyder is not the right director for DC. Zack Snyder makes a lot of pretty images. Zack Snyder has issues with these stories because he doesn't know which ones to tell. And when he does tell it, he doesn't know how to tell it in a fashion that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's not cohesive. It's not. He doesn't build to anything. He's telling separate. He stories. builds to lots of things, but he just leaves them. But he flat. drops them. Yeah, he doesn't give us anything He's like, like that entire go, ending. And... Had oh, he whoops. built up Doomsday somewhere earlier on, and yes. like, oh, there's a monster, uh, something like that. Just anything to give us that instead of coming Talia <laughs> Al Ghul out of left field. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. just yeah. you yeah. don't. We're need two to hours do in, that. and oh, by the way, we also have this guy. This contingency plan. We also have one of the biggest bads in DC history. Yeah. Yeah. Just letting you know. I feel like a lot of DC villains are just giant monsters. There's uh, a lot of giant monsters. Get a lot of that in the DCEU. 
you do, but it's appropriate because it's still the DCEU. But I also am convinced that not a lot of these folks actually read the comic books. That's uh, Like, fair. more than convinced. Because this movie here does not have a lot of action. No. There, it's, uh, well, Batman's detecting. Which I a love. A lot. That's what Batman does. Right. He's the world's greatest detective for a reason. Yeah. Even in the comics, he, I, I'm not going to say he rarely does a beat-em-up, but it is so few and far between whenever he does a beat-em-up on someone. Yeah. Because he's so busy trying to figure out what's actually happening in the story. If you read something like The Long Halloween or Hush or something like that, he's right. actually He's doing detecting. detective work instead of- So this movie actually, tonally, is a hell of a lot closer in the comics than a lot of other Batman movies. Yeah. That's true. And then you get things like Batman just shooting up the joint. Uh, the dream sequence is interesting when he does shoot up the joint. But yeah. then he also does it again, the battle of between him and Superman and once they get attacked and all that stuff. Yeah. This Batman kills, but I think that he has a reason to kill. What is his reason? He's fed up. That's probably fair. Because I this mean, is, he's a, been this doing is this the oldest Batman time. that we've seen. Yeah. And he is so fed up. And he's angry. He's branding like these bad criminals and stuff like that. Right. He's he's playing judge, jury, and executioner, basically. And CNN tells us that. Yeah. But I think that that's actually appropriate for this Batman to kill. And I know a lot of people are like, don't Batman doesn't kill. It's like, maybe he needs to. He does it so haphazardly, though. Like, he just goes in guns blazing. Batman usually thinks it out. I will give you that. Yeah. He's the world's greatest tactician Also, as well. he hates guns. He very much hates guns. But if you're fed up, do you really give a shit we have to use? I don't know. I... Are you willing to, you're going to suspend by no kill. I'm, I'm going to start killing now. Also, knives only. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Just batarangs. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. But I also no. think this is a Superman who, on the other side of it, is dealing with so much emotional bullshit. And it's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. There's some stuff that's gone down. Superman is not a perfect character. No, far from it. He's extremely far from it. That's a lot of people's biggest issues with Superman. He's all powerful. He's invincible. He is so flawed. Yeah. This is the most He's flawed He's always been ever flawed, gotten. but uh, Superman 2, he might have been even more flawed. When he said, I got all them powers, fuck them powers. Fuck them powers. I got to get that. I got to fuck that Lois. That Lois. <laughs> <laughs> but here- he doesn't even know what to do half the time. He doesn't know who to save. He's saving people just to almost as like a PR move on his end. Yeah. It almost looks like he doesn't want to save. There's a montage of him saving just people. Yeah. And he just looks like. Well, there's the family on the roof another, during the flood. Another day of work. Who had nothing All right. except for a, a bucket of paint to paint the Superman emblem on their roof in the flood. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get up to the roof, but don't forget paint. Don't forget the super paint. <laughs> That's clearly a bad. You got any, what other bads? Like blatantly obvious bads. How did this end up on film for forever type bads? Oh boy. Um, you know what I just thought of actually? What? How you saw theatrical, I saw the ultimate? Yeah. Couldn't tell the difference. No. And I had an extra half hour apparently of bullshit then. Apparently. There, I mean, everyone says things. that it's, oh, it's more fleshed out. The characters are better. It makes more sense. And I talked to a few people and they said, the ultimate's a lot more solid of a movie. Maybe it's just paced better. There's more explanation for things. Any explanation would be wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I know, like, um, in the scene where Superman, in, like, in Africa, when Superman is framed for the murder of all the people, like, how they use the flamethrowers, that part is not in the theatrical cut. It's so brief, though. They just shoot him with guns. So there's, like, no reason for anybody to think it was Superman in the theatrical cut. Okay. That's so brief in this Um, movie. My movie. I mean, all the things were brief. Like, Jon Stewart. Oh, how long was he in the movie? Might have been five, ten seconds. Yeah, max. Exactly. But I think a half hour of that though. A lot of just little stupid things here and there, just letting it breathe more. I don't know. 
There must have been it something. It really screwed up the pacing. I mean, I, I don't even know how your pacing was on this thing. It wasn't terrible. I know in the middle of this, I was so taken out of it. The dream sequence through Completely. Uh, I don't even know where it was, but I was just out of it. Just bam. Like, Didn't care. I don't know what's happening right now. Bring me back to Amy Adams in the bathtub. Yes, please. That's a good That's one. what I want instead. <laughs> if you just did a still frame for the next two hours. I'll make it work. But what other blatant pads do you have? What was the deal with the very the opening sequence? You had you had the origin story, but then all of a sudden baby Bruce Wayne, little kid, is just floating up in the bats. What happened there? It went from like I didn't take it literally. Flashback I didn't into take it literally. dream sequence. No. I took it as more of a like a um a situation of when you don't have anything left to lose. Like enlightenment almost. Okay. I, I took it as a well, I mean, like, metaphor. part of the VO was like, uh, it'd be interesting if it actually happened that way. Or yeah. Something stupid like that. But, like, it's a weird way to start the movie. Uh, I, Especially I, after, like, this yeah. really great intro. It was really well done where you see them coming out of the theater. They pass the picture of the Zorro type thing. Yeah. Thomas Wayne gets shot. Yes. He gets dropped. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, he sure is. Uh, love it. Perfect casting, maybe? I think it's perfect casting, especially if you set up something like Flashpoint, Flashpoint. in the future. Oh, it'd be so good. It'd be very nice. But so then good. I really like how this burglar takes the pearls around Martha's necklace yeah. and puts the gun there, and then when he fires the gun and the chamber actually breaks yes. the pearl necklace there, it's so visually incredible that you don't forget it, so you're like, oh, wow, that just gave more weight to Martha Wayne than anything ever has. Right, right. And then, of course- Sorry for saying that name. Thomas dying on the street- Martha. Man. Um also Lauren Cohen as Martha Kent or Martha <laughs> Martha Kent. Doesn't I did matter. it. I did it. As Martha Wayne would be excellent in Flashpoint. She would be. I just don't care. That's the problem with this, is that they're trying to make me care about something. I don't care. I did appreciate when Dream Bruce visited the crypt. Mm-hmm. Later on, it's like oozing out whatever is there. Legit right. jump scare when that breaks. Yes. Legitimate jump scare. Uh, with the, the man bat. Yeah. Looking Pretty thing. neat. Very neat. Uh, Wonder Woman not stabbing Doomsday. It was a bad. That didn't need to happen. Just give it to the other person who's able to get up close and personal exactly. to this thing. It's like, oh, wait, kryptonite doesn't affect her? Why don't you just have her do it? Problem solved. Like she's holding the lasso. Okay. She is holding the lasso, but it's I, you don't need to like, keep holding it. And what truth are you going to get at Doomsday? <laughs> All right, so here's my question. Ah, uh, movie! What actually is Lex Luthor's plan here? I personally think it's a lot like a Sweeney Todd, Demon Bar of Fleet Street, where he's putting piss in jars and putting it on hair, and that's why he has that fantastic sure. mane of hair. That's it. That's his whole plan? Yep, it's Sweeney Todd. I must kill the Superman. growing. Granny Sweet Tea. Oh, God, I don't I I actually don't know, because it's not land-based, and it's weird. If right, it's like he he just wants to kill Superman. I think so. He wants both of them to do the he's, dirty work. He's playing both he sides. He needs to remove somebody. I, I think the whole time he's definitely gunning for Superman. Batman just happens to be his means, and then his backup plan is Doomsday. But like that's a pretty bold backup plan like, that you should have just started with. Right? Like also, if it works, then what? Right. You just have Doomsday running around? Yeah, that's a problem. Cool. You can't control Doomsday. I just, I don't understand what this, like, he's supposed to be brilliant, and he's playing both he sides. He is brilliant, first of all, because everything works. But his plan is his, shit. Yeah, but it works. A shitty plan, that works. But it doesn't. Uh, I mean, uh, duh. 
Because you didn't anticipate of the Marthas. Marthas. <laughs> if if the thing that breaks your plan is the two people you're fighting, having pitting against each other, have the same mom name, your plan sucks. You're not wrong. The pretty full full plan. That's uh, brutal. Also, okay, at the fundraiser, when Clark and Bruce meet for the same time. How does Clark Kent not know who Bruce Wayne is? I'm not sure. He's a reporter. But He's... why do we care who Clark Kent is even? Because Clark Kent, is he that big at the the Daily Planet? They're telling him to cover sports. Right. No offense to local sports legend Len Berman over here, whatever his name is. <laughs> the dude from, I don't know what channel he's on now. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, but like not even that level. This is a newspaper sports writer. Right. Who cares? Like, who's going to care about Clark Kent? Right. Oh, oh, Clark Kent, Bruce Wayne, meeting of the minds. Right. And at the end of this movie, I when mean, you the have whole... Superman dead, and then he flips through the paper and sees Perry White knows, right? Perry White knows? I think Perry White must know. Because, okay. Especially when he sends Lois, when Lois is like, it's not for a story. And he's like, go. Oh, it's for the guy who can fly on his own. Oh, isn't it? Oh, oh God, boy. we're going to go bankrupt. We can't even afford a bicycle. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But he's flipping to the paper and he sees the picture of Superman on the front and then Clark Kent there. And it's like, buddy, just the glasses. Right. The it's, glasses. It's literally just glasses. Come on. Oh, how convenient. They both died the same night. Weird. What do you think of Henry Cavill in this? You know, he doesn't do a whole lot. 42 lines. Wow. In three hours. Wow. Well, I mean, what does Wonder Woman have? Like 16? I don't know. She actually but does some work, though. She's not top build. Uh, on the <laughs> ultimate, she might be. That's fair. Her picture is front and center. Batflick is top build. Batflick is top build. You're right. You want to you want to talk to Batflick because it's important. We should talk. It's to very Batflick. important. We, we talked to Cavill talk and how people were kind of against it because Christopher Reeve died and people couldn't accept that for the most part. Sure. Um, <laughs> ben Affleck, people just hate. Right, and uh, that's it. I guess the executives at Warner Brothers were like, when we announce this, don't even go on the internet. Don't look at what people are saying. Just don't do Did it. Did you see the story about uh, the first thing that he read? Yeah, he was like. I'm going to look anyway. <laughs> what a mistake. And the first thing was like, Ben Affleck is Batman? No. And then he's like, all right, I'm not going to look All right, more. they were right. They were right. <laughs> Why do people hate Ben Affleck? I don't know. He's totally fine. He is. There's... And isn't he coming off an Oscar win for Argo? Yeah. Just the year before? Yeah. Like you have like someone legitimate taking this role. There's no reason to for all the hate. I would say he's as big an actor if not bigger at the time than Christian Bale. Yeah, and he's got the chin. All right, he looks phenomenal in that bat suit. Amazing. Amazing. Not that bad of an actor in this movie no, at all. No, it's like, are people still really on about Geely right now? What's happening? Knowing what's coming up in the Amazon One Star Reviews, the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Geely <But>, guy? <laughs> but <laughs> we'll get there. But that's kind of where a lot of this hate came from is people were just pissed off that Ben Affleck's in this movie. And then it became one of these things where people rape bomb it. I'm glad you said that. This past week, we came across a review bomb. Yes. And it led to an interesting conversation of, is this review bombing for reasons? It was Batwoman. Right. For Coincidentally, having, another bat. Yeah. A lesbian superhero woman. Pick your poison right. for this. Thing. Right. Or does it suck? You kind of have to question, does it suck at you the do same have, time? You absolutely it's have to question it. It's only fair to does do it. Suck. But then you look at the actual Rotten Tomato scores. The Rotten Tomato scores have gone up since I posted it because they're 69% for critical review okay. out of 39 reviews. That's not good. That's actually gone down. That's gone down because it was in the 70s. So mm -hmm. real, the critics are even saying, like, this is meh. Yeah. 
the audience is 12 percent yeah that's a that says something an egregious difference though cbr.com yeah we go to them for a lot of stuff we do they're terrific they put out an article saying batwoman's review bomb campaign has nothing to do with the show's quality and then they broke it down to say why the stuff that they came up with was a lot of times in a review bomb you're going to see just very generic things saying like the acting is terrible the script is terrible but not giving any reason behind it right also people are lazy i can i'll defend trolls for a hot second to an an extent right do you think first of all i'm gonna ask you a loaded question do you think batwoman was review bombed it was reported literally everywhere that it was review bombed i i lean to yes okay yes this seems like an appropriate time to do this rotten tomatoes for bvs doj where do you think it falls one to 100 and how about we do this? How about you give me the audience score first? Audience score? 233,000 reviews. 60. 63%. Okay. You are Dr. Brian, so you got your finger on the pulse of the people. Yeah, what, I, what can I say? How about critics? 410 reviews. 45? 28. Wow. So this one went a weird other way. Yeah. This was not review bombed here. Hmm. But on Amazon.com. We'll come back to the one-star reviews, but here, out of, this is insane, 6,781 ratings. This movie has a 3.5 out of 5. Yeah. There are 40% five-star. This is not a good movie. Let's not. Right. A lot of people don't think it's a good movie. But there's 16% one-star. Really? Which is incredibly high. That's a lot, because it's usually around 6%. Just, I had to read through, it was... 300 separate one-star reviews for the theatrical cut. Or no, for the one or the other. I don't remember what it was. It was either the theatrical cut or the ultimate cut. And the other one had around 1,200 reviews. And every single one of them was so unspecific in every aspect. Yeah. Saying like, oh, I just don't like this movie. This is really lame. This is boring. This is ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Ben Affleck. It was fascinating to read. It was boring as hell to read. I bet. But it was so interesting to see how people reviewed this thing. And why they reviewed it. It seemed like a lot of people didn't even finish the movie. They just wanted to give it the one star without yeah. even giving it a chance. And I mean, we've we've been doing this for a while. We know what the one star reviews look like. We do know what the one star review looks like. And and, and I mean, they're, just... they're, 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 I mean, cave people for the most part. Huh. BVS bad. Not good movie. <laughs> Acting not good. But it's interesting because even when we go back to review bombing, the most recent case before Batwoman was Captain Marvel. Right. And that was that came out a month before Shazam, the yep. original Captain Marvel, came into theaters. I love saying that. I do. It's important to note it. <laughs> but people were bombing that, but at the same time, holding Shazam onto a higher level. Mm-hmm. And these are folks who, they've never heard of Shazam before. They've right. never heard of Captain Marvel before in its original sense. Right. They were doing it because it's a woman-led movie. Yeah. They Let's were, face they, it. They were going... And one of the things you keep seeing is we just don't like Brie Larson. It's not because she's a woman. We just don't Brie like Larson, Brie Larson. Oscar winner Brie Larson. Brie Larson is fantastic. Oscar winner Brie Larson. Like some of the people were actually saying like she needs to smile more. Get the fuck out. To the point that Zachary Levi said, I'm going to see Marvel's Captain Marvel yeah. because it looks great. You don't need to choose. Right. Why get so angry at something like this? Right. The- this movie deserves a little bit of hate, but it doesn't deserve... The amount, the amount that was dumped on it. Especially, and DCEU gets dumped on it. It does, for sure. Um, and a lot of it undeservedly so. And I think a lot of a lot of anger towards Ben Affleck was misplaced, because I think he was one of the better parts of this movie. Ben Affleck might be one of the best Batman. Plain and simple. 
I, even, I agree. Even as a Bruce Wayne, he is so, so good. He is my Bruce Wayne, hands down. He's my Bruce Wayne as well. If I, we're not I coming in I don't think I'm going to say he's my Batman, because I still think that Michael Keaton might be my Batman. Hmm. It's tough because even his Batman very different isn't Batman, bad because I mean like as far as here's what I don't like about Ben Affleck's Batman, he's not stealthy at all. No, he's reckless. He just but he's, he's also showing gun. he does not care anymore. Right, which fits the character. Sure, but like even in the scene when with the the sex traffickers when he's up in the corner where a normal place that Batman would hide, he's just obvious. He's right there, and the cop sees him, starts shooting at him, and it's he doesn't like care. Is that a care thing, or is that just... I don't think he's getting lazy. I really don't, because he puts a lot of care into figuring out, like, well, this detective work. Right. But also, he's barely in the bat suit. It seems like he doesn't... Like, he's almost reluctant to go into the bat suit. Of, um, like, I could solve this with the brains. I don't maybe need to do it with the brawn anymore. Maybe it's just... Well, that's a thing that um, Alfred says at one point. He's like, you've already interrogated six people as Batman. Who have you interrogated as Bruce Wayne? Interesting. So it's... Again, there's Alfred in the driver's seat. Be prepared. <laughs> Hook, line, sinker. <laughs> I don't think this is the worst movie. I think it's very far from the worst movie. I don't even know I think if, if it's a bad movie. somehow cut an hour out of this thing, Especially the one you golden. watched. Yeah. You're golden. There's I, a lot that doesn't need to be in this movie. No. Um, you have two inciting incidents about anger against Superman. Let me ask you, you this, actually. Hold on. I don't mean to cut you off, but I do. Uh, <laughs> if you got rid of Martha, the Martha twist. Yes. Because that's what it is. It, right. Stop the movie dead on, a, on its heels there. <laughs> if you got rid of the Martha twist and found some other way for them to become, quote unquote, friends. Yeah. Do you think it's a better movie? Absolutely. I think that whole that whole line is forced. The whole storyline of it being Martha and Martha. Is, Why'd you say that name? Ugh. It's his mommy. It hurts. It's not good. It's such a weak plot point to hang so much on. Right. I want to give this thing a super stuff. I think it's time. I want to see where we land. This one, I have no clue. I don't know. Especially because Orgasmo. 6.25 Orgasmo is just unreal. But we, we did fanboy. We did. A we did. little bit. We're going to do this one like we would do any other. No preconceived notions. Let me get Not my, trying I to influence one another. I took off my fat mask. Now let me get my eye makeup off. All right. Put my chest hair away for Superman because that's part of his costume. Yeah. It's all that chest hair popping out. Who knew? Setting. I don't know the difference between Metropolis and Gotham in terms of looks. I just get told it's one or the other. Gotham's a little bit darker and dirtier. It's grittier, grittier, maybe? Yeah. But um, I still don't know the difference. I don't know where we are half the time. Unless, because they always say, like, oh, I can't believe you crossed and came here. It's like, I don't know where we are. Well, if it's nice and shiny and brightly lit, it's Metropolis. But nothing's nice and shiny and brightly lit. Um, That's the problem. Anything at the Daily Planet and anything um, Lex like Luther. Lex Luthor sure. is generally pretty well lit. But then you have stuff in Gotham. You have uh, Downton Wayne Manor, because that's what it is. <laughs> right. Burnt down, bare bones Wayne Manor, and then he's got like the little lake house at the end of the- Right, with Keanu Reeves and, and Sandra Bullock. Right. I believe it as Metropolis and Gotham more than I have other versions. But I have issues differentiating between the two. But it, they're they're also just a river away from each other. They so. are, but I'm, all I'm saying is like you're telling me one's bright and shiny, one's gritty. Yeah. I couldn't tell the difference half the time. Really? Yeah. It took me, within the story, I had to figure out where I was. And it just, it felt odd to me okay. to figure out, like, who's crossing what, what you need is point. Hollywood sign with the Hollywood subtitle. I needed it. <laughs> Maybe not to that extent, but. 
Uh, I'll go 0.75. Okay. Because it is two cities, and when I you're able to figure out where you are, it's pretty right. good. And then they jump around a lot between Africa, India, Washington D.C. That snowy mountain It's pretty easy top. to follow, though. Right, all of that makes sense. Yeah, it's just the differentiation between Gotham those two and cities are main locations. I think it's point seven five. Style and tone. Go ahead and say your usual DCEU thing. My usual DCEU yeah. thing, which is it's dark, it's dark and gritty. It is dark and gritty. And that's it is fun. dark, and it's there's the nothing the wrong story. with that. Yeah, it's not a happy story. Right. Right, there's a lot of bad which I things think that qualifies as its own style and tone, which is nice because mm-hmm. it sticks pretty much to the same style and tone throughout. It's not there's not right. a very humor filled movie. There's some very good lines in it, which we'll get uh, to. Debatable. There's a couple. There's a couple that really stand out. Okay, they're not great. Don't get me wrong. Sure, I'll think about them as until we get to one liners. Yeah, maybe I'll come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go point five. Point five. I think it holds pretty true. It's just not. Tone. It's not great. Right, but it's it's all there. Yeah. Hero. We got three. Right. They save the day. They do save the day. In a, the most dumbass way possible. Two of them are very against each other the entire time. Yeah, but two of them aren't thinking. It took one woman to come in and go like, boys. But they're also being. Let me show you how it's done. Manipulated by the main villain for the majority of the movie. Both of them. That says something more about the villain, doesn't it? It does. I'll go .75 for heroes. .75. Um. I, Batman did have to put together that kryptonite spear. That's true. And that's very important. Um, and I love this Bruce Wayne. So that's I'm very fair. For, in terms of villains, you just kind of said he manipulated everyone in this movie. Yeah, but I also said his whole plan was garbage. Not wrong, but it worked. He got them to fight each other. He got them to fight each other. Uh, all he had to do was kill a bunch of people and and write some blow notes up Congress on some. Check some checks, right? And then he put and, the Winkle Dick twins against each other, over right? Because and then they were like, him. "We're gonna sue you for the whole thing," right? Um, and then there was a a boat race of sorts. Yeah, that's what happens in that movie, well, right? Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't remember the social network at all. <laughs> Army Hammer, that's that's the one. Yeah, Army Hammer, who was almost cast in this movie again. Great, because every DC movie, sure. <laughs> I'll go point five. I don't actually know what he's trying to accomplish. No, it's. I, I think he wants to kill Superman and or Batman. I think he'll take what he can get. Maybe I don't even know. <laughs> I, don't if he, know. I don't know if he wants to kill Batman. I think he has faith that Batman can beat Superman, and that's why he's enlisting him. Which is crazy. Him. That's a crazy thought. Well, he's the world's greatest detective. He's been doing this for like twenty something years. He's you know he has been doing it for twenty something years. Female characters. If you white, you're Ben Affleck. That's true. So it's really Ben Affleck. That's what a role model told me. What did you say the next category was that I don't remember after 49 episodes? Uh, female characters. <laughs> one. One. Hard, hard one. Hard one. Yeah. Even with damsel in distress, Lois Lane. She gets in distress because she's trying to solve problems. Okay. She does it the right way, where she goes to Africa to interview this terrorist guy, mm-hmm. and she's doing it earnestly. Yeah. And then when she gets kidnapped and pushed off a roof? That was different. <laughs> <laughs> You knew that she was going to be the bait there, but she also comes back in order to get the spear. She's trying to save the day. It's just, That's true. Unfortunately, a building fell on her. Yeah. Nothing you could do there. And she saved Superman. Also, Wonder Woman. Also, Wonder Woman. One might be too low. No. Because Wonder Woman it's is not too low, so good in this I movie. I think one is appropriate. Gal Gadot. Oh. Man, she's good. She's so good. She's the perfect Wonder Woman. I agree. Still. I agree. This many episodes she's later. phenomenal. One. Story and motivation. I like the story, the parts of it that the make sense. The parts of it that make sense. So okay. that's a point two five. It's a start. <laughs> it's a good start. Uh, the Motiv- motivation. Motivation. Uh, 
Superman wants Batman to stop. Batman wants Superman dead. Neither of them get what they want. So 0.25 overall. <laughs> I'll take We it. have acknowledged that there's a story. Yes. And that is it. Music. This is tricky. Why? The Wonder Woman theme. Wonder Woman theme is owns fantastic. this movie in my mind. Hans fucking Zimmer. Yeah. And it's Junkie XL. The Bat part, there's hints at the Superman part. Yep. A lot of hints at the John Williams score. Yeah. The Bat part, I don't really remember all that well. No? Not offhand. No, I thought it was uh, it was pretty good. It's not super memorable. I mean, it's not a- Yeah. A, I mean, I'm going- An Elfman, but point it's- 0.75 because of the use of the Wonder Woman theme. Yeah. It's so powerful. And it becomes the overarching when it's all three of them, too, which is crazy. It's a good choice. But, but she's in the middle brilliant. of both of them. Right. On the cover of the- Right, right, right. Impact on the genre. Oh, boy. We went 0.75, by the way, for music. Fine. Uh, impact on the genre, uh, it made a shitload of money. It made so much money. 873 Yeah, on a budget of estimated million $250 million. That's, uh, that's It had a, good a huge return. opening weekend of 166 Massive. And then it dropped by 61% famously. Yeah. It, yeah, uh, it had a quick fall off. Lex Luthor threw this thing off a building. Um, and Superman yeah. was taking a nap when it fell. Yeah. Because he did not save it. He had that selective super hearing. Yep, he said. He was like, that's not Lois. No. <laughs> I'm not going to. Impact on the genre. Yeah. 0.25. Really? Yeah. I think it's above a zero. You think and it's I that low? I do not think it's a 0.5. No, I don't think it is because uh, I think Justice League was set up with this movie, obviously. Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it's setting everything up. Sure. It's seeing the Flash and Cyborg and. Yeah. Which Lex Luthor took the time yeah. to actually Aquaman. create logos for. Good for him. Good for him. Really good use <laughs> of so graphic design. So dumb. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I don't think it's any higher, though. 0.25. Because Justice League was happening no matter what this movie did. Yeah. So, that's true. And this didn't But it has. Help. It did launch Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Oh, that's, ac- that's actually huge then. Hold on. I'll Wonder go, Woman I'll, and Aquaman. I will up, I'll up it to 0.5. I can't. I, I'm struggling to go higher. That's fair. I think 0.5 is, is good. Parents. There's lots of parents. Lots of parents. Parent heavy movie. Lots we of them see dead. Wayne's die on screen. Both of them. We're starting real high. Bam, bam, gone. Uh, uh, we still got we a see dead the dad. ghost of Jonathan Kent. We sure do. Ghost dad. You know what? Let's make this one easy. Go one. I think it's. I Just think it's make fair. it easy. I mean, Martha Kent is so still kicking, but she almost gets murked. I don't. She's adopted. Fine. She's <laughs> adopted parent. It, well, you know what? Let's just go one and make this one real easy. Because sure, I think that's fair. It's a Batman. And that's that's going to leave us with one-liners. All right. So and, a couple I was able to think of is you have that one part at the beginning when Lois Lane meets Jimmy Olsen. And she says, you want to know what I love about the other guy? He doesn't say a goddamn thing. And I really like how she puts Jimmy Olsen in his place right away. I uh, don't remember that part. Maybe it was cut. Maybe it was my version because hmm. that was there. I like how at the end you also have uh, when all three of them are standing there about to fight Doomsday. Yeah. Batman goes, or Superman goes, she's with you, right? Batman goes, I thought she was with you. That's a stupid fucking line, and I'll tell you why. Because Batman has been looking into her history already for half the movie. Oh, God, it's a stupid he fucking line, isn't it? should know who she's with. Okay, it's a real bad line. Her own damn self. I want to drop a bomb on you. Okay. Martha. Martha. I think, okay, here's what I'm going to say. That line is Here's what I'm going to say. Massive. This is what I'm going to say. I think everything Alfred Pennyworth says in this movie brings it up to a zero. Wow. <laughs> Alfred's great, but he also he's like so catty in this thing. Oh, I love because my snarky it's, Alfred. It's after 
Bruce Wayne leaves the screen and he goes, oh, there falls the house of Wayne. Like just to himself. Right, right. No one's it's, listening. It's like, oh, I sure do hope that the Wayne does, the next generation of Waynes don't inherit an empty wine cellar. That's good stuff. So we're starting at a zero. I think he brings it up to a zero. But Martha is Oh, might bring huge. it back down to a negative one. You're right. It's huge. It's hugely no, stupid. It is hugely stupid, but it's that important to this movie. And it's that important to comic book culture at this point. That doesn't make it good. Doesn't make it bad though. It kind of does. You go zero? It's so bad you that it's zero? I, I know what to pick my battle. Zero? Let's you said zero, right? I zero. think I said zero. Thanks, Albert, for saving this movie. <laughs> That's gonna give Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice a total score of six. That's higher than I thought. That's I think that's fair that's, though. I think it's fair. That's higher than I thought. It's it is high. But it, no, I think that's where it belongs. Fine with me. It's actually a lot closer than it should be to Aquaman, actually, which is a 6.75. That's a bit of a problem, isn't it? Yeah. But I think we scored Aquaman low for some reason. I wonder why. Music, parents, one-liners. Not a lot of one-liners that I can think of, actually, of that movie. Yeah. We already went over the Rotten Tomatoes scores. The general consensus on Rotten Tomatoes is Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice smothers a potentially powerful story and some of America's most iconic superheroes in a grim whirlwind of effects-driven action. All of that's not wrong. Yeah, no, that's the consensus, though. Yeah, I'm just gonna give you a couple of reviews because obviously sure. Ebert didn't see this thing, right? On account of being like Zod, just right. a rubber corpse. At the end of this movie, With we saw two. Cut we saw two caskets. One of them had a dead Clark Kent in it. Yep, and one of them was empty. Sure, Roger Ebert could have filled the second one. Could have. He's already because he's, he's a dead body. Right. It would have been perfect. Right. He's like a, a rubber rubbery Zod. Rubber Zod. I don't want to imagine a rubber naked Ebert. That is a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Christopher Orr from The Atlantic said, Batman v Superman is a tiresome, ill-tempered film and one too lazy even to earn its dismal outlook. Huh. Guess it's a dismal movie. I don't know. I guess. It's a big bummer, man. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch says, Snyder delivers a superhero epic that's a significant improvement on his work on its predecessor, Man of Steel. I think I disagree. Uh, It's hard to say. Uh... I think I disagree. Okay. On that one. I think Man of Steel is a better movie. I think it's less messy. That's why. Okay. Yeah, no, that's definitely fair. Less messy is 100% right. Let me give you one more. James Bardinelli Real Views. He says, although viewers may be riveted at times, the net experience isn't much fun. He's not wrong. Yeah. It's not a fun movie. No. There's fun parts there to it. There are definitely fun parts. But it's not a fun movie. There are movie. parts that are great, but they're really bogged down with the parts that aren't. Right. As I said before, the Amazon one-star reviews, most of them are just... Fuck this, fuck that. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Brr. Matt Damon. Matt the usual, Damon. as it goes. Let me read you a few of these one-star reviews. Let's do it. They're not customer service-based, which is a <laughs> problem. Ooh. Usually when they are, they're a little more entertaining. These are about the movie. Okay. Kind of barely. <laughs> so, from February 18th, 2019. Hated it worst movie so far. Never should have had a killing Batman, a home-smiling Superman, and Jesse as Lex Luthor. Sure. A home-smiling Superman. Home-smiling Superman. Yeah, I know what I hate about Superman is when he home-smiles. Ugh, drives uh, me crazy. And Jesse. God, Jesse. Jesse Jesse Pinkman. Uncle Jesse Pinkman. I'm Lex Luthor, betch. <laughs> From August 27, 2018. This is a book written by someone who does not possess English as the first language. It is a piece of garbled and ridiculous sentences. Book? Yeah. About that. What? About that, Adam. Also, your review. (laughs) 
is ridiculous a, and garbled. Garbled, a mess of English nonsensicals. Um, this seems like the appropriate person to leave a one-star review. I feel like this person might just be reading the one-star reviews and not actually- And cruising think, through it? This is a book, right? Man. From July 15th, 2018. Bought this for my stepfather, who is a negative person. Probably is a good movie to watch. I don't care for him. So that's why I'm giving this product a one star. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even give it to the movie. Yeah, it's he great. Just, it's my like, stepfather sucks, man. This, one star for my stepfather. I heard this movie sucks, so I bought it for my stepfather because he sucks, and hopefully they can suck together. I hope he got the message. I heard a Favreau <laughs> salute is in order for my stepfather. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah, one star review for my stepfather. I bet this is the same guy who is like, I also bought my mom. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I don't like it. She does. Fuck her. One star for my mom. Yeah. One star for my mom who loves the turtles. One star for my stepdad who I don't even know if He's he likes negative. Superman. But... He's just negative. Ugh. Probably love this movie. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> from July 22nd, 2018. Awful movie. But that's DC for you. Oh. Marvel is better. That's lazy. It's not one or the other, guys. That's lazy. It's so lazy, and it's such a negative outlook. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It's true. When I... one succeeds, the other is also boosted. Uh, mostly. I mean... You don't have to take sides. Again, right. that's, you're arguing over laundry. I've, I've always say that when it comes to teams, sports teams. I'm a big sports guy, but at the same time... You're really just talking about laundry. Players come and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see yeah. all these different players in the DC universe and the Marvel universe oh, like come the and go? Colors that my guys wear though. Black. Does it come in black? It's like you got to separate your lights and your darks. That's uh, your Marvels and your and your, your DCs. DCs. Yeah. Right. And then if you have anything red, that's good red, laundry. That's how you do good laundry. Anything red, you got to put in separately. Yeah. To Sony. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Spider Man wears red. You're right. From July 11th, 2016, 176 interesting gifts tied together in a chaotic type of spaghetti plot does not make a good movie. That's dead on. Uh, I really like that one. <laughs> that's dead on. Nailed it. One star might be harsh, but dead on. I give that review five stars. Yeah, that is helpful. Well put. <laughs> From September 15th, 2018, can't get to cancel this order because kids bought it. What the hell? This movie wasn't that good either way. <laughs> Can't cancel because my kids bought it, but also not even that good. Not a good they movie. What's wrong with my kids? If my kids are gonna buy movies without my permission, I'm I might trying as well to get, get these kids to ones. watch good stuff. How do I reach these kids? How do I reach these kids? From August first, twenty sixteen. Terrible movie. Dark, depressing, and long. The movie takes itself way too seriously. You will find yourself pining for Adam West. I mean, we always pine for Adam West. Always. But. Always, always, always. I don't know. Does this movie take itself too seriously? Superman, are oh. you flying? I will defeat you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like lines like, oh shit, and I thought she was with oh, you. Oh shit. Are complete Diversions? arguments against this movie taking itself too seriously. Unless they're just one-offs that, that are... it does take itself seriously, but I feel like... I don't think it's too much, though. No, and I feel like it almost purposely pulls us out of it a lot of times with... Mm, there's no comedy. No. No, the attempts... And there's not a lot of action. But the action's really good when it does happen. True. I just miss Adam West. Don't we all? Pining. I'm pining for Adam West. Chris pining for Adam West. Right. Oh, wait, that's Wonder Woman. It's still good. 
Still good. He's kind of in this movie. He's in, in a, a photo. <laughs> Look at this photograph. Look at this Chris Pine. <laughs> From July 8th, 2016. Watched it twice, and it's just confusing. Batman, Superman, Superwoman shouldn't be confusing. Huh? Superwoman. Superwoman. She's in this. Is she? Yep. Not so wonderful, apparently. Uh, <laughs> very super. <laughs> Superwoman should not be confusing. You are very confused. Yeah. I don't. What did you watch? I don't know. It's not even Supergirl. Nope. Superwoman. Superwoman. I don't think they get it. <laughs> I wonder if they do. <laughs> From July 26, 2016. Worst Batman ever. Only watched to see Superman. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. I'm going to watch a movie called Batman v Superman and only watch it for half of the story. I'm watching the Superman parts. I don't don't believe this mall rats guy. (laughs) I heard heard he he fucked her in a really uncomfortable place. Like the back. (laughs) I can't even get the whole line out. (laughs) Hey, Dave, you want a pretzel? Chocolate covered pretzel? It's the applicate, man. It's oh, real. It's so who real. Who knew? You know, if you could just go back in time and not do Geely, you'd be fine. Maybe Jersey Girl. Speaking of Geely. From March 9th, 2017. This movie is a total mess. I felt like I was watching crudely bits of random superhero movie previews from Zeros. What? Crudely sewn together by some guy called Zack Snyder. This was Geely filmed at a Comic-Con in some Bible Belt state. <laughs> If it made sense, that'd be a hilarious review. I think that's just word soup. Just that's uh, throw it out there, the, see what's gonna. The stick. thoughts are there, but if they were actually weaved together in a nonsensical, you know, like Zack Snyder would do, and put them in in an order and kill their own momentum, it might be a good review. Speaking of kill momentum, from February first, twenty seventeen. Come on, Ben Affleck is Batman. Is there a shark that needs to be jumped? No, because Adam West got rid of it with a repellent. Sure did. In 66. Sure did. Problem solved. Adam yeah. West is the hero. I'm pining for him. There are no sharks to jump. From July 18, 2016. Use the Lord's name very disrespectful. Very poor movie for children. Wouldn't suggest it to anyone. Sounds like they didn't check the screen it. It's a rated R movie. Well, the, What were you expecting? The extended cut is. It is, but even the PG-13, I mean- It's PG-13. But even- uh, there were actually quite a few reviews of saying, like, they said they used the Lord's name in vain, like, real early on. I didn't want to watch it after that. Huh. Comment on that one. It's the only comment that was on Amazon. Said, try forgiveness like you're commanded to. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, that's good. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Last one I have for you. From August 9th, 2016. Title? Whoops. <laughs> Pay zero attention to this review. I got drunk and ordered it. Passed out in the first five minutes. Since I paid for it, I can't get a refund. One star? (laughs) (laughs) That's phenomenal. Legend right there. I love it. legend. (laughs) Was too drunk to watch this movie. One star. The great thing about that review is it works for no matter what star level they gave it. It's true. He doesn't matter. Nah, I it got drunk matter. and he passed out in the first life. five minutes. He, five he probably stars. had the best experience out of uh, all of us. Yeah, probably. Got drunk, passed out. Should be a five-star Winner. review. It's still helpful to me, though. I agree. That is a helpful review. You got anything else on this movie? I sure do. What do you got? I have a theory. Oh, okay. On, hit, how, hit me. on how this is going to fit into the larger DCEU. Sure. Now, we know since this movie, a lot of things have changed. A lot of things have been shaken up. They broke that billy a couple times. 
They have, and they've also replaced their Batman. And they had a Billy Batson. They've replaced their Superman. Yep. Well, they've- Sort of. Maybe fired him. We don't here's, know. Here's the thing. TBD. I'm glad you brought up Billy Batson, because what we learned with this with the Shazam movie is to not trust producers or directors We've when they say We've talked about that so things. many times before, too. When they say things, things like- when Todd Phillips says, one reason I set Joker in the timeline I did is because I didn't want it to have anything to do with the main DCEU. But? But, uh, mild spoiler here, toward the end of the Joker movie, there is a scene near a theater, and you see a poster at this theater for a movie called Excalibur that came out in 1981. In the opening credits of Batman vs. Superman, you see a very similar looking theater with a poster for the movie not even Excalibur the poster, the, and the, yeah. the main marquee yeah. for Excalibur, 1981. Uh, these scenes are very similar. And also later on in the movie when Bruce has his little flashback to his mother's grave, the year was 1981 when she was killed. Oh, damn. So. Are you detecting? I'm saying that it's possible that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker does exist in the DCEU and they're just kind of playing with us right now. And I know that creates a problem with Jared Leto, but I have a theory there too. Remove that movie, Suicide Squad, from our existence using a Will Smith type flash thing to erase it, Men in Black style? Oh, you could do that. You could do that. Or, but what I'm going to suggest instead is one of the things we see in the Batcave is a Robin costume that has the words written on, spray painted on it, ha ha, Batman jokes on you. Yeah. And you're led to believe that oh, Robin was killed by Joker. Sure. Uh, we also see a gravestone in the beginning of Dick Grayson, so there is a dead Robin somewhere. Okay. But I'm suggesting that maybe Jason Todd, instead of dying, like he does in some of the comics, becomes the new Joker, and that's Jared Leto. He would be about the right age to be a Jason Todd in this universe underneath Batman, and he becomes the new Joker after Joaquin Phoenix. All right, I haven't heard any of that before. It'd be a weird way to connect everything and keep it all canon. Wow. But it's not impossible. That's not impossible. That's weaving some foggy bullshit right there, too, which is which, crazy. Which is a stretch, maybe, because it of is what's a stretch, been happening with these movies. But, but is it a stretch? But is Loose it? ties, man. We've been talking about that with DC. That's how they have survived. Yeah. With these movies, at least. That's brilliant. If it, so. it, even if it's, if it's nothing, that's still connecting things in a... Beautiful way. And the only reason that I thought about that is because I just watched Joker like last week and then watching this right after, I was like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> Excalibur's not a good movie. Why is it in both of these? <laughs> is Todd Phillips playing games with us? You'd, we have no idea. We never know. Right. You can't trust the producers or directors of these movies when they say one thing. Because it's then true. before you know it, there's your Superman cameo. Oops. <laughs> so next week. Next week. Episode 50. Number 50. Our one year anniversary. One year Wow. We should probably do something good. So I think we should do something good. I think we I should agree. do something good. Really good. Like Oscar winning good? Uh, Yeah. What? I think Oscars are, are important, right? Yeah. What do you want to do? Hmm. Well, we just did a DC this week. Let's go Marvel side. But let's go Sony Marvel side. Oh. And let's go animated. Animated. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I'm pretty excited for I'm this one. I'm so pumped. Until then, if you like what you hear, give us a like, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. You can give us a like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are at Caped Podcasters. 
And you can send your questions and comments to our email, capepodcasters at gmail.com. Keep listening at the end of our episode for the post-credits. It's on every single one. Every one. Every one. Every time. And I guess we'll see you next week for episode 50, one year anniversary, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Same pod time. Same pod Martha. That's Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. I think I got every word. That's it. What do you think happens post-credits? I think we go back to the prison where Lex Luthor is being held, and there's an announcement over the speaker. Prep the inmate for a visitor, and uh, and a guard comes over and and sits him down at a table or whatever and cuffs him to the table. All right, let in Martha Luthor. And in comes comes his mother, Martha Luthor. (laughs) And it says, Lex Luthor will return in Martha v. Martha, Dawn of v. Martha. Martha. Dawn of Martha. <laughs> oh, my God. Martha, what do you think happens? What I think happens <laughs> is they're fighting the Superman and the, the Batman, and they're fighting the Doomsday and all this stuff. Yeah. And the Flash is somewhere else, and he comes warning. He goes, guys, this, this isn't working. Here's another world. And then another world comes, Earth 2, comes on down and it starts phasing in with this Earth, whatever this is. Uh-huh. And then all you see is Pariah show up, and that's usually a bad sign because that means this planet's about to go kablooey. Right. And then it does, and none of these folks are, they matter anymore. Oh, none of them matter anymore. We've we've killed this Earth, <laughs> crisis style. Oh, good. Now all we need is like a, like a Robert Pattinson to come in and save us all. Sure. We also need a TV miniseries that's $100 million <laughs> less to tell a better story. <laughs> exactly.